1: Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. Yeah. What is going on, Angel fans? This is another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am Daniel Garcia. This is our another special interview podcast. I said at this time... Uh, myself doing it like I have been for the past uh, month or so uh Johnny actually was able to get a hold of and chat with Jose Moda. Um, you've seen him all over Fox Sports West. You've seen him pregame. You've seen him postgame. You've seen him um, spring training. You see him on the field. You see him in the booth at times. I mean, he is all over the place for Fox Sports West and for the radio side. So, obviously, a really, really great guy to talk to when it comes to Angels baseball and getting closer and closer to opening day. Uh, it was a really, really good time to have him on again. So, Johnny's going to have that in, But before we get to that, a quick word from my bookie again, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code CHAIR to double your initial deposit up to a $1,000 just in time for all the tournaments to kick off, whether it be college basketball, uh, the big tournament in March, or the conference tournaments coming up. Uh, either way, it's a good time to get on the bookie. Again, that's MyBookie.ag. Use promo code CHAIR. Baseball season, of course, and, uh, at the end of March going into April. Another great time. So... If you're looking to kind of start getting into the, the, the betting world a little bit, definitely check out my bookie. It's mybookie.ag promo code chair. They'll, they will double your initial deposit up to a thousand dollars. So, like I said, this is Johnny talking to Jose Moda about everything's Angel Baseball.
2: So we are joined here today by a special guest. He's he's back on the show. He was on our show uh, about a season and a half ago. Um, we're welcome, Jose Moda to the show. Jose, thank you to, for jumping on the podcast with me.
3: I am so honored and thank you so much for having me again. It's always good to talk to baseball, to talk to uh, fans that are so passionate about the Angels. And certainly we always look forward to what uh, the future might bring.
2: Absolutely. So how's your offseason been so far? Uh, What have you been up to?
3: It's been a great offseason. First um, full offseason as a grandparent. Uh, I mean, as a grandfather, it's just been marvelous to see uh, my little grandson running around he's now just over a year old um, to see my son and his wife uh, just um, mature and grow and uh, and just to be home you know I, I like to be home and not travel a couple places so. we got one more trip coming up in spring for me but uh, I, I do enjoy the tranquility, the family time um, you know the joyful moments that uh, we're not a part of because of our travels during the season but uh, something that could perhaps Never take for granted the fact that uh, we do have all this time off because we are so engaged, you know, for seven, eight months uh, with a regular season. So it's been marvelous It's been tremendous.
2: Awesome, awesome. Good to hear. So the Angels... On the other hand, have been pretty busy. Uh, they kicked it off with a bang. I mean, right off the bat, uh, the Angels signed Joe Madden to be their new manager. Uh, what do you think uh, Joe brings to the table that maybe a Brad Ausmus or a Mike Scioscia even doesn't bring? What does he bring different to the table, in your opinion?
3: Well, Joe brings, uh, you know, a really refreshed and open-mindedness about how the game has uh, transcended through the decades and through generations. And there's no doubt um, that he was the guy that I was glad was available if the Angels were going to make a change and the fact that um, Artie and John people were able to lock him up so quickly because Joe wanted to be here it just speaks highly about who he is um, but he's going to bring a fun almost uh, unpredictable type of managing philosophy because Joe has lived so much and Joe was so well advanced in his thinking even when he was an Angels minor league coach, uh, manager, uh, bench coach for the big league team, that in terms of the new age stats and all the things that go along with you know, how players engage nowadays, Joe has been implementing those things for many years before they even haven't had a name. And I know in conversation I had with Joe back in 2002 about things that he was explaining to me that were going to be part of the wave of the future, when well, he goes to Tampa Bay, and he gets them, you know, out of the gutter, and he's able to go out there and balance things out. Sarah a well-done job with that group in Tampa Bay to get them to a World Series, I mean, to make them contenders. I mean, he's going to bring so many great things, and I think overall it's his big smile, uh, optimism, getting the best out of players. He is going to build a great relationship with his players. He is a great communicator with the he welcomes challenges from his staff, and I think it's great to just be that sure about yourself, because, yeah, you've won World Series in Chicago of all teams, <laughs> and you know that uh, what you're going to bring here is a lot of it to the page. but I do remind people. You know the Angels are in this drought. You know when it comes down to even going to the playoffs, for the best player in the game on their squad, that Joe Madden doesn't pitch, and Joe Madden is not a reliever. Joe mm-hmm. Madden is not a batter. So Joe Madden's going to bring whatever he can and use the personnel given to him to get the most out of those players. But uh, he does not have a magic wand to say, "Here's what I'm going to do, and it's going to change things dramatically immediately."
2: Right, so often last year we talked on the show about how people were blaming Brad Osmith for this and that, and it's just kind of hard to blame the manager. But I guess that's that's the that's the name of the game, I guess. You know, like you said, he's not he's not on the hill every five days and he's not in the lineup every day but hey yeah, you nailed it on the head man i agree with you 100 percent on that um one addition that that he's really going to love and one one weapon that he's going to love to use this year is anthony rendon how excited are you to see rendon and trout in the same lineup this year
3: Oh, I'm pretty excited, like every fan. I mean, I'm also a baseball fan. And Just to see these two monsters together along with the you know, supporting cast that is going to be around them, it's going to be exciting to make sure that uh, it's going to be quite a challenge for the opposing teams and planning a series for the opposing uh, pitcher and pitch selection and uh, sequences are going to benefit um, you know, the rest of the lineup. But, boy, Rendon is a beast with a bat a tremendous player all the way around. A guy that's so well put together mentally, physically, and athletically that he's going to provide the Angels with so many great moments at key times because this guy... I mean, talking to some of his former teammates, it's like he doesn't have a heartbeat. <laughs> he just goes out there and relaxes and plays the game as uh, easy going as you can see it, the way he played for Nationals and the World Series and the playoffs and coming up some big moments, and making not just with the bat, but with a club, with his arm, the smarts and base running, everything. Uh, it's going to be. Um, Quite fun to watch, and I'm glad the Angels were aggressive enough with Artie Moreno to lock him up, Um, to know that he brings way more than just protection and lineup, and a guy that uh, really seals a position, you know, ideally, and what the Angels perhaps are not going to have a revolving door around third base, which has been an issue for years.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean uh people talk about last well, last great third baseman we had were was Troy Gloss. A lot of people forget Sean Figgins held held it down there for a couple of years as well, but I think since Sean Figgins it's been like you said, a revolving door, right? I don't think there's been anyone that when Angel when you think of Angel's third baseman, there's not one guy that stands out since Troy Gloss, you know. Um when, you know, so with Rendon obviously taking over third base, does that move that moves Fletcher, in my opinion, to second base. What does that mean for a guy like uh, Tommy Lastella or even Luis Renjifo?
3: I think Renjifo, to me, um, obviously got to the big leagues last year more on necessity than uh, preparedness. Um, He is still a guy that needs to be polished a little bit more. He's a very good player, you know, uh, a lot of talent, a lot of tools to offer, but I think a little polishing is not going to hurt him at all. Um, I'm not sure where he fits in the big league team, but I know one thing. David Fletcher is a player on this team that has contributed, has fought for every at-bat, he has fought for every throw and every play he's made, and he is a guy that uh, needs to play. This guy's a winning player. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I admire most about Joe Maddon is when he got here and publicly says immediately, this guy is a very good player. When A lot of people in the industry just perhaps even within the organization, unfortunately, didn't see it that way. But this guy right. contributes in so many ways. He's not going to light up the numbers or the new age stats and the metrics in the way people want. But you know what? I'll take what he brings every single time on any winning team. For a guy like Tommy Lastella, it's great to have these types of situations. But, you know, Tommy's versatility, along with Fletcher's, helped them a lot. You consider that Fletcher can play you in the outfield. Fletcher can play third, short, or second. Tommy Lastella can play first, so not forget about that, second or third. And there's going to be a way in which, you know, guys are going to fight for at-bats. But overall, I think there's way more depth and options to pick from. Uh, considering also the way that Joe Madden, through the years has managed guys like, you know, in Tampa Bay and Chicago to go out there and make the most out of guys that can play multiple positions to make sure they play somewhere, somewhere and keep everybody fresh.
2: Yeah, how fitting is it that Fletcher is now going to wear number 22, a number that Angels fans know very well from a guy that's similar to him, like and David Eckstein. How crazy is that?
3: I love it. I think the connection continues to be uh, exactly perfect in the way uh, he goes about the game, how much he admires uh, David and how much he admires him as a player. Uh, even personalities. These guys uh, go hand-in-hand, hand, just take their job seriously. They have a lot of fun playing the game. They're popular in the clubhouse. Um, they slow the game down. Um, you want play to be around them because they make things happen, and um, I'm happy to see number 22 and a guy that uh, you know fits them so well for every reason around when it comes down to grinding out baseball and leaving your heart on the field.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's what. A, what that's what a strange coincidence. Um, so a lot was said this year, this off season. The Angels, you know, they need to sign a frontline starter or acquire a frontline starter somehow. But maybe it looks perhaps like they're going to stay Pat, but you never know what can happen. But As you see it right now with the signings or the additions of Tehran and Bundy and then Otani coming back and along with the guys in this rotation, how do you feel about the Angels' rotation the way it is now?
3: It's improved over last season. Um, I mean, there's still some question marks as to how a guy like Dylan Bundy is going to fit in. Is he going to be able to put things behind from... What he did in Baltimore, Julio uh, Tehran, also got guy that's uh, uh, needing to bounce back to get back to where he was. I mean, this guy made opening day starts multiple times right. for the ladder branch for a reason. He was their best. Um, but also at the same time, you know, guys have to go out there and, and, and be healthy. And there's no doubt uh, we can use the health excuse in so many ways every team. Has injuries, but hopefully the personnel now lining up the way it is and having guys that are hungry, they want to go out there and leave really along. Obviously, a guy like Bundy wants to leave things behind and he's better. A um, guy like Tehran, obviously. Um, but also, you know, we got Otani coming back and we know the program's going to be with him pitching, you know, once a week. So it gives the opportunity for even three more guys to go out there and do what they do. And I think, you know, you got like Andrew Heaney who 30 starts two years ago was a guy that you knew what you were going to get from him. Uh, the injuries have taken a toll on him, but he wants to battle. He leaves it all on the field, too, and hopefully we'll see some help from him. And another guy that I think we, we take for granted a lot is Jaime Barilla. Jaime Barilla, you know, a couple of seasons ago, led this team in wins without having the opportunity to be consistently on that bench or on the clubhouse or on the trips mm-hmm. to prepare between starts. And what happened last season is very unfortunate. I, I see a guy like Jaime Maria, you know, being a key piece. You know, Joe Bannon can relate to a Hendricks over in, in, in Chicago. Doesn't doesn't throw very hard, needs that changeup, needs to pitch off the plate, needs to pitch inside. Maria needs to improve on a couple of things, but there's no doubt in my mind this guy belongs in that rotation, and he's going to give the Angels a chance to win ballgames as long as he goes out there and continues to adjust. And, you know, a guy like Felix Pena, I mean, it becomes a great tool because um, even I projected that starter for you in the big leagues, he's done, you know, Pretty commendable job, right. acceptable job in his career so far, but he becomes a nice issue to have, perhaps. Oh, that book is a long man. I think overall, um, we'll see some competition for a Sandoval, a like Griffin Canning. I mean, these two guys are so talented, mm-hmm. and I like to see a Griffin Canning, a Sandoval go out there and just make things so hard for everybody around to make sure that they show with their stuff, maturity, adjustments, and able to adjust to big league hitters nowadays. They can go out there and also make an impact on this team.
2: Absolutely, and, and the youth is, is is tremendous. You got time to grow. Um, so with with the rotations, pretty much the way it is, bullpen. I we talked Daniel and I talked about this. I like the back end of our bullpen with but, Buttree Middleton, and Robles. That's a good that's a good trio to have to close out any games. How do you feel the bullpen looks like going into the season? How, do you think do you like it or? Do, Or is there there room to improve? Obviously, there probably is, but how do you like that that three-headed monster at the back end of that bullpen?
3: Well, these guys are now... A year more season than, um, especially with Robles. I mean, he was one of the best stories mm-hmm. the Angels had last year. Kind of flew under the radar because he was so good for so many, many outings, consistently giving the Angels chance. I and mean, unfortunately, because the team didn't win a lot of ball games, he didn't have a chance to even put a bigger number of saves up on the board. Right? He was consistent. He throws strikes. He is fun guy. Great teammate. Works his tail off. He comes from the Bartolo Colon School of uh, Training. And let me tell you, you might laugh about this because Bartolo is a fake, burly <laughs> guy. But Bartolo works as hard as anybody. And that's why he's still pitching at 46 years old somewhere right. down in Dominican. Uh, and Roland came from that school because he spent a lot of time with Bartolo with the Mets. And he took him to the gym at 5 a.m. And he was there in the gym at 9 p.m., 10 p.m. And, wow. and I, you know, that never leaves you. And that's, that's fantastic. But I feel good about Butchery. Hopefully, the more rest at Butchery. I feel great about his stuff, how it plays out, how he competes, how he wants the baseball, and how versatile he is. Uh, uh, Keenan Middleton, the guy that we missed so much last year, show velocity, show consistency last year, you know, in, in a few outings. But he is a guy that's also is going to challenge Robles because the back end, you want to see some competition. I think you go out there and know that um, I'm not a big fan of the, the high-leverage situations that, uh, you know, we got so accustomed to mm-hmm. thinking a couple of seasons ago, you got to have a closer. You know, every – winning team has a closer. From there on, you know what? Somebody takes over for a day or two or an on two because you struggle you have options. I think the Angels have, at this point at least, those options. But hopefully what will happen with this bullpen now is that guys in the starting rotation will be able to go deeper into games, will be given a chance to go deeper into games, you know, and break the mold sometimes because the bullpen took uh, – tall last year and guys like Butcher himself you look at the numbers and, and the numbers for those bullpen in the first couple of months and the last few months and it just day and night they were one out and guys were saying that I mean but to go out there and see a guy like or, you know Erasmo Ramirez and uh, or Noah Ramirez I'm sorry another Cal State Bulletin guy yeah. but Noah Ramirez is a guy that uh, can go out there and do a lot of things for yeah. you the yeah. same thing and be versatile and get you know get a strike counts and Challenge you and is not afraid. Great teammate. so the odds are there. Bedrosian's signed. I'm glad. He showed a lot last year. Consistency. Finally found a point of release that is different velocity-wise and being able to neutralize, especially in the lefties. Sliders, sweeping, all those kinds of things. So uh, I feel pretty good about at least the depth of theirs at right this point with guys that are proven to go into straight training without having to answer the questions if they're not.
2: Uh, one thing uh, before I let you go, since we're speaking on the bullpen, what do you think about the rule change, about the three batter minimum and all that stuff? How is that going to affect how a manager puts a guy in a situation? Does that pretty much put away the left-handed specialists, you know, out of out of a job now?
3: Um. I'm not a big fan of it because it's going to put managers in situations where a guy comes in and struggles and gives up the big base hit with the race as well, and you got to keep him out there, you know, for two more batters. And I don't think the game should be dictated to be managed by an office. You know, in MLB baseball, it should not be managed by anybody but the organization, their needs, strategies in the dugout. But it's an adjustment. It's going to take some time. You're going to have to really go out there and find out. You know, which guy are you going to put in that spot knowing that there's a minimum. How many outs are you going to use to stretch a guy out? Perhaps you don't have to expose a guy to those three batters if he struggles, but it's going to really put a serious stretch on, on some planning. But I think the lefty reliever specialist has a job. If you can get lefties out, well, then you go out there and find a way to be better against righties. And a lot of these guys are considered lefty specialists have not been given a job, an opportunity to at least show that they can do the job also against Riders. And the opportunity is now to go up and implement a pitch, incorporate a pitch, uh, change your pattern against certain Riders, because obviously managers on the other side, on both sides, are going to arrange, are gonna be arranging their lineups according to the rule, knowing what you have available personnel-wise out of that bullpen.
2: Yeah, it's crazy to to think. But anyway, all right. Well, Jose, I think I've taken enough of your time. I appreciate you again for doing all this. I can't wait to see you at the ballpark. We'll be out there in spring training. I'm sure we'll see you out there. But uh, anywhere, uh, where can uh, our listeners uh, find you on social media and all that good stuff? And where can can they reach you if they want to shout you out on, on their social media platforms?
3: Oh, I, I really enjoy the uh, exchange with the fans and talking to them and answering questions and exposing some themes out there. But at Jose Moda 5 J-O-S-E-M-O-T-A zero five, J O S E M O T A zero both on Twitter and on Instagram. So uh, send your question. Hopefully I'll be starting uh, more sessions of Moda Mondays. Uh, awesome. with some players joining me here coming up hopefully in a couple of weeks, and we'll have more chance to talk about the Angels coming up season and uh, having fans uh, get in touch with the players uh, through uh, Moda Mondays again.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much, Jose, for joining us on the All Angels podcast. You have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you at the Big A soon.
3: Thanks so much. And to all the Angels fans out there, much love and uh, looking forward to connecting with you and seeing you come up by the uh, TV set, Fox uh, Sports Reson, uh out there in, uh, in 2020.
2: Awesome. Sounds good. What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long just take my word for it go check it out for yourself again that's www.groomgoon.com and at checkout use discount code catfish the all one word catfish the goon and receive 15% off your purchase why choose groomgoon well because your beard deserves it is Hood vicious listen to my show the punk corner on kj epic radio every thursday from 5 p.m to
1: 7 p.m and i want to thank johnny and jose for taking time out for chatting um again anytime you get someone with that's that knowledgeable about the sport of baseball and just the angels in general it's also a really really cool thing just um getting their point of view being so close to it uh, it was a really good uh, good interview by Johnny. So, um, again, this is our interview podcast coming out on Monday, the 17th. That is going to be our Astros previewer. I sit down and talk to Chandler Rome of the Houston Chronicle about the Astros. So make sure you definitely, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast by now, do it right now so you don't miss anything. And then Johnny and myself will be back on the 20th. Of February and talk about our views on the Astros, the penalties, the cheating, and all that, all that stuff leading into um, the baseball season. So again, uh, Chandler Rome, Houston Chronicle, coming up on the seventeenth. Johnny and myself on the twentieth to take have our views of it. But until then, again, subscribe, rate, review for you, uh, Apple Podcast users. Help us spread the word. Um, And again, follow us on halo underscore Haven, both on Instagram and on Twitter. We are going to start up these start, these giveaways really, really soon. Uh, Probably when spring training games start, will probably be one of them. And then obviously when we are out in spring training ourselves, um, March 5th through the 9th is another time we'll have uh, giveaways, not only on the podcast, but also on our social media platform. So definitely you want to check out both um, as we start going. So definitely rate review, subscribe, um, tell a buddy help us out retweet anything you can do to help us spread this podcast going into the 2020 season will be really really appreciated so until then i'd like to thank all you guys for taking your time out and listening to us and this has been another edition of the all of the angels podcast
0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com/metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again.